Jesus, you will trust him and you'll do the things he says to do. When you have this kind of faith, he saves you from the punishment that comes from doing wrong. Acts 16, verse 31. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. sure makes your heart feel happy. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. I shall not want What are you so happy about? Oh, shouldn't I be? No. We'll probably become slaves to his royal majesty Nebuchadnezzar, the new king of Babylon. Uh, the true prophets of God have been foretelling just that. Daniel, I'd like to call your attention to something. Now look around you. What do you see? Prisoners, like ourselves, being taken to Babylon. Yes, but, but notice that every prisoner is either of royal blood, like ourselves, or held a position of trust and power in the Judean government. What can it mean? Have patience, Hananiah. We'll know soon enough. I am Ashpenaz, master of His Majesty's eunuchs. This is Melzar, my assistant. His Majesty has commanded us to choose from among you those who have certain qualifications. First, those of you who are of the royal line of David, please stand over there. That's us. Uh, yes, come along. We must obey our masters. Those of you who are governors and officials of Judah, please step over there. The rest of you stand here. Now, now each of you will be given physical and mental tests. The court physician will start with those of royal blood. There will be absolutely no talking or noise of any kind. All of you who did not pass the physical test, please follow Melzar to other quarters. We passed the physical. Wonder what the next hurdle will... Shh, shh, no talking, remember. Those of you who passed the physical will be given tests to discover how quickly you comprehend situations and problems, how skillful you are in general knowledge and wisdom. To discover if you are able to learn the Kalian language, and most important of all, to determine if you can carry on an intelligent conversation and mix gracefully with the great and learned men of His Majesty's court. 
Those who have all these qualifications will be given a three-year course of study, then become members of the royal court, helping and advising His Majesty. You four have successfully passed all the tests. Now you will be given three years of intensive studies in all the learning of the Chaldeans. Mm. As Judean royalty, you will have a special servant to see that you want for nothing. This is he. Take over, Melzar. Oh, yes, sir. First, let's get acquainted. My name, as you just heard, is Melzar. And yours? Daniel, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, Hananiah. Yeah. Mishael. Yes. Azariah. It is going to be a real pleasure to serve you, but uh, we must change your Israelite names to Babylonian ones. Um, uh, Belteshazzar. And you, Shadrach. You, Meshach. And you, Abednego. As for quarters and provisions, you will remain here in the palace and eat meat and drink wine from the king's own table. For some reason, Ashpenaz has taken a special liking to you four. So have I. Oh, there's no doubt in his mind or mine that you will go far in the mightiest kingdom on earth, Babylon. Thank you. Your studies will not begin for a time, so take it easy. Do what you wish. Oh, <laughs> Call on Thank me you. for anything you desire. Thank you. Thank you. Meshach. Abednego. Shadrach. Belteshazzar. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lord of Israel is certainly blessing us. Yes. Uh, just think, here we are, prisoners of war, yet we get to live in the palace and eat directly from the king's own table. And that, my three worthies, worries me. Mm-hmm. The meat prepared for the king has first been offered to and supposedly been blessed by their god. Yeah. If we eat, we will, in effect, be paying homage to their god and showing disrespect for our god. Also, my personal opinion is that such food as nuts, herbs, vegetables, Vegetables develop the mind and body better than meat, and we're going to need all the physical and mental strength we can muster for the next three years. Well, I imagine well, that's a very hard three years. Well, come to think of it, though, it's a small matter. Is it worth fussing about? Small or large, we mustn't yield. If we yield in small matters, it becomes easier to yield in large ones. And we do know it would be better if we didn't eat the king's meat. I shall ask Ashpenaz for permission to eat only nuts, herbs, vegetables, drink only water. I'm sorry, I really am that Ashpenaz said no. He's afraid a diet of vegetables and water will make you pale and thin. He's fearful lest the king blame him and chop off his head. I appreciate and understand his feeling, but... May I suggest, Melzar, sir, that you test us and see for yourself. Give us pulse to eat, water to drink for just ten days. Then compare our countenance with the countenance of those who have eaten from the king's table. Fair enough, Daniel. It shall be done, but only for ten days. I wouldn't have believed it. And I don't understand it, Daniel. But the days are over, and you four are fairer in complexion and more firm of flesh than those who ate the king's meat and drank his wine. I shall give the order. Henceforth you shall eat and drink as pleases you. These subjects are difficult, and two more years of study yet to go. 
I don't know, Daniel, if I'll make the grade or not. These subjects are deep and hard to understand. Frank, it's too wide doubt if we have anything to worry about. Not so long as we study hard, do all we can, and remain true to God, he'll give us understanding and knowledge. The three years are up. Now the most difficult task of all lies ahead. The examinations. Oh, you have nothing to worry about. You four are by far the most industrious, sincere, considerate, and kind men I have ever known. You will pass the examinations with honors. I know it. Long live Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. <laughs> well, well. So you are the four that I've been hearing about. You haven't been told, have you, how you fared in the final examinations? No, Your Majesty. Good. I wanted to tell you myself. Well, you passed. <laughs> Thank you, Your Majesty. I sent for you because I, I desire to know how you did it. We, we just did the best we could, Your Majesty. <laughs> the best you could? <laughs> the best you could do was ten times better than any of the others. You're ten times wiser, quicker to understand, more gracious... I want to know how you did it. We just studied, Your Majesty, and did our best. The Lord our God did the rest. He gave us wisdom and understanding. Your God did this? For you? Why? Because, Your Majesty, we worship him, obey his word, and reverence and trust him in all things. Were it not for our God, we would be as mere children among the wise men and princes of Babylon. I wish all my court members were children like you. <laughs> Ten times wiser. Unbelievable, yet true. Ten times. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. Day of creation, there's fruits.
question. Oh, must be important. Have you have you ever had a prayer that wasn't answered? Nope, not one. You mean you got everything you asked for? Thankfully, no. Well, wait, I don't understand. When I pray, I tell God what I want. I tell him about my problems, about work, about you, about everything that's on my heart. Trust me, I get very detailed telling him exactly what I think he should do. Then he does it? Wait, I'm not finished. At the end of my prayer, I add one very important part. After I've laid out what I think is best for me, I add what Jesus told his disciples to include in every prayer. Right before I say amen, I say, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. What's that mean? It means, my sweet daughter, that I'm perfectly willing for God to make the final decisions for me. I'm willing to let him decide whether what I just asked for will actually make my life better. I'm willing to allow him to look into my future and see if my choices will be good for me and for those I love. Then, and only then, do I say, Amen. Oh, I get it. Then, even if God says no, that's an answer to your prayer. Exactly. I figure God is a lot smarter than I am. His no is just as valuable to me as his yes. Hmm, that makes sense. By the way, great smoothie, Mom. Thanks. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna sing, sing, sing I'm gonna shout, shout, shout I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna shout Praise the Lord When those gates are open wide I'm gonna sit at Jesus' side I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna shout Praise the Lord Swing low, sweet chariot Come forth and carry me home Swing low Sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go marching in, Lord, I want to be in that number. Oh, when the saints go marching in, this chain is bound for glory, this chain. 
This train is bound for glory. This train, this train is bound for glory. Those who ride well must be holy. This train is bound for glory. This train, I'm gonna say, is bound for glory. I'm gonna say, 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 I'm gonna You've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 7 Morse Code Rescue. Chris and Sammy watched the flashing light carefully. Did da? Was that a letter? Chris asked. What letter was it? I think it was a W, Sammy said. The light kept flashing. Did did da? I know that one, Chris said. That's an I. He kept watching the light. Did da? Did did. What was that? Sammy asked. No letter code is that long. Wait a minute. That was two letters. Two W's. The light kept flashing. It's Willie, Chris and Sammy shouted together. Far down below inside the car, Willie and Grandpa sat waiting silently. Willie hardly dared to breathe. They listened, not wanting to miss a single horn honk. What's happening up there? Willie wondered. Who is it? Why don't they answer me? When the sounds came, Willie was ready. He wrote down a letter for each sound he heard. His grin spread from one ear to the other, but the lump in his throat grew so big he couldn't speak for a moment. Well, Willie, Grandpa said anxiously, who is it? What did they say? I didn't get all of it. 
It's Chris, he replied in a small voice. It's Chris, he repeated a little louder. Oh, Grandpa, it's Chris. He threw his arms around as much of Grandpa as he could reach and hugged him. Better answer him, Grandpa suggested. Willie wrote down the words he wanted to send. Then carefully he flashed each letter, trying to keep the light steady. It was hard not to bounce up and down and wave his arms. I told him to take us home, Willie said when he finished. How long do you think it'll take them to get us out of here? Chris and his dad won't be able to come get us, Grandpa replied. It will probably be the sheriff or the forestry service. Remember, we didn't see any roads down here. We made our own road down the mountain. It would be dangerous for whoever's up there with Chris to come down the way we... Willie interrupted. Listen, Grandpa, hear that? He began to copy what he heard. L-P-C-O-M-I-N-G-S-O-O-N. Willie looked at his tablet with a frown as he tried to figure out the message. It must say, help coming soon. Yes, that's what it means. Great. Well, we'll be out of here soon. I hope so, boy, Grandpa said slowly. I hope so. Is your arm hurting a lot, Willie asked. Mm-hmm. Then after a moment, Grandpa added, now comes the hard part, waiting for the rescue. But Chris said that help is coming soon, Willie almost wailed. Be patient, Grandpa said. For right now, it's enough to know that Jesus sent someone to see our signals. Help will come. After what seemed like hours, Willie heard a low roar in the distance. The sound grew louder and louder. What is it, Grandpa? Willie shouted above the noise. Sounds like a helicopter, Grandpa yelled back. A bright light flashed down from the darkness above, lighting up the trees. It moved in slow circles toward the car. Then suddenly the light flooded through the broken windows of the car. A deep voice called out through a loudspeaker somewhere above the light. Willie Taylor, wave your hand if you are both okay. Wave your hand if you are both okay. Willie stuck his arm out the window and waved frantically. The voice boomed again. Can you make it until morning? Wave your hand for yes. Willie was slower at putting out his hand this time, and he waved very slowly. Good, we will be back for you, the voice boomed. We will be back. With that, the light vanished and the helicopter roared away. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 8, The Rock Slide Rescue, written by Sandy Zaug, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.